Reader's Digest presents Hollywood 360 with your host, Carl Amari. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. Is this your place, Carl? Yeah, what do you think? Really? It's really awful. But I have a lot of things that are on order. You know, credit trouble. Pay more attention to your schoolwork and listen to the radio. You always listen to the radio. It's different. Our lives are ruined already. The Whistler. self-destruct in five seconds. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including movie reviews, celebrity interviews, classic radio shows, trivia contests, and showbiz news. This hour on Hollywood 360, I'll present a terrific Western adventure of Have Gun, Will Travel, starring John Daner. But first... National movie critic Sarah Adamson is here to review two films that recently released, Burnt and Our Brand of Crisis. Hey, Sarah, how are you? I'm doing great, Carl. How are you? Excellent. Let's talk about Burnt. I want to make my kitchen the best in the world. Service! Yes, chef! I found a cook who doesn't know how good she is. I need you to come with me. Arrogant prick. Well, he's a chef. Resume's great. This lamb's fantastic. Would you work for me? <laughs> yeah. Would you work for me for nothing? Yeah, absolutely. Give a spare bedroom. What's this film all about? It's rated R. It's a drama by the Weinstein Company. Bradley Cooper and Sienna Miller, from both from American Sniper, reconnect as London chefs. Bad boy Cooper. He fled Paris. He was there for three years. Oh, boy. He had a drug problem, an alcohol problem, a womanizing problem. So, so he was three for three then. Yeah. Yeah. But he was a good chef, but he just, yes. couldn't, he just couldn't pull his life together. He couldn't. Yeah. So here he gets a shot at redemption, and he wants that third Michelin star. Right. Which, you know, is so important. So we have Matthew Rise, who stars as his main rival, another chef, mm-hmm. and Daniel Bruhl, who yeah. I know is one of your favorites. I just think he's amazing. Oh, yeah. He's, he's amazing, cool. yeah. And he, if, if you don't know who he is, he's he is in the movie Inglorious Bastards, and he plays this, uh, this soldier who is killing all the American G.I.s. And then he was in that movie with uh, Liam Hemsworth, Ron Howard film, Rush. Yes. Yeah, about yes. the NASCAR driver. Oh, yeah, he's inf- he's incredible. Well, he plays the manager here of the new restaurant. So it's <laughs> interesting. I have one thought before you go to this movie. Yeah. Be sure to have dinner or lunch because the food is so <laughs> enticing. You're going to be like, I'm so hungry. Exactly. All right, another clip from Burnt. To get you one mission, Star, you have to be like Luke Skywalker. Give me a nice dress. I gotta go to this party, and uh, you're the only girl that I know, so. If you manage to get three, you're Yoda. Pretend you're my girlfriend. If I was your girlfriend, you'd probably hold my arm. No, if you were my girlfriend, we would have gotten an argument in the taxi. We wouldn't even be talking. What did you think of this film? Oh, boy. I'm out. Two stars, Carl. All right. The movie's half baked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, it lends itself to this. The script is choppy. It should have been a comedy, honestly. Yeah. You'll see nonstop temper tantrums mm-hmm. by Bradley Cooper. Yeah. If he isn't throwing food at somebody, he's dropping the F-bomb, he's screaming, he's yelling, he's humiliating people. Right. It's mean-spirited. Right. Who wants to sit there and watch that? What was that John Favreau movie about uh, about uh, cooking? What was yes, that one? Chef. Chef. And so they probably looked at that. It was a super big success, and they said, hey, let's do another one, and Let's put Bradley Cooper in it because I guess Bradley Cooper does like to cook. I guess yes. he's a pretty good cook. And then, uh, but 
It's uh, it's it needs salt, huh? This movie. <laughs> Yes, a lot of salt and some sugar. I think it needs sugar is what it needs. <laughs> the movie is so intense, it's uncomfortable. You sit there and go, ooh. As you and I both know, if his character is just has no redeeming qualities, right. he's obnoxious, he's, we just don't care. You don't care. All right, so no, how many stars care. for this movie? Two. Two? Yeah. Oh, wow. You're, yeah, you're generous. <laughs> Two stars for Burnt. All right, let's talk about our brand is Crisis. The opposition has hired their own American pet candy. Jane Bodine. Pat. So what are you doing here? I thought you retired or gave up or something. What happened to your hair? So you still got a great sense of humor. How many times have you gone against candy? Three or four times. How many times has he beat you? Uh, three or four times. So what's this film all about? It's rated R. It's a dramedy by Warner Brothers Pictures. Sandra Bullock and Billy Bob Thornton play opposing political campaign strategists. Right. And they are in Bolivia. <laughs> and this Wait, is based on a true story too, I think, it is. right? Yeah, it, absolutely. It's based on the 2005 documentary of the same name. Yeah, you know, our brand is Crisis, which was an awesome movie. Right. So this guy actually hires James Carvel's uh, company, right? Yes. To help him get elected as the president of Bolivia, is that what it is? He does. Okay. And Billy Bob Thornton plays the James Carvel person. Okay. That's why his He's bald. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. But then uh, they bring in Sandra Bullock yes. as uh, to oppose that campaign, yes. right? Yeah, and they've gone head-to-head before, mm-hmm. but she's kind of been in retirement. She has some mental health issues. <laughs> she has a lot of phobias, yeah. and she is bipolar. Yeah. And she says, hey, I don't want to do this. But they say, yep, your rivals, you're going to go up against, you know, right. Billy Bob Thornton. Okay, here. so another clip from Our Brand is Crisis. People will get hurt. What are you going to do? We are trying to save people's lives. These are the stakes. And I'm not going to stand by and watch as this nation falls apart. This is no longer an election. This is a crisis. So what did you think of the film? You know, I'm in. I'd say two and a half to three stars. Of course, see it for Sandra Bullock's performance. Just fantastic. I mean, there's a scene in there with a runaway bus where it tries to pass the other bus on those curvy slopes in Bolivia, and it was reminiscent of speed. Yeah, is she driving the bus? Or uh, no, she's a passenger, but let's just say she does some things that are really funny. Yeah, okay. You, know, you roll down the window. And, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it just was a lot of fun. It really was fun. Yeah. But it's a little mushy, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, MASH right. is... Uh, has that had that balance? Yeah. This didn't quite have that have it, balance. Yeah. How about Billy Bob Thornton? He's one of my favorites. How's oh, he in it? You know what? He's very good in this. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well, okay. So uh, two to two and a half stars, or two or uh, two and a half to three. Okay. For uh, our brand is Crisis, but uh, not a good review. How many stars for Burnt? Two. All right. Two stars for Burnt. And uh, check out all of Sarah Adamson's reviews, not just the one she does here on Hollywood 360 at her website which is sarahsbackstagepass.com. Sarah, great having you on the show. Carl, thank you. It's always my pleasure. All right, Lisa Wolf, when we come back, one of the best Westerns of all time. You know what it's called? Have Gun, Will Travel. Hey, pretty Ooh. darn good there. You're starting to understand this uh, old-time radio stuff. Right, about 20-some years later, I'm catching on. You're figuring it all out. All right, we'll be right back. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 brought to you by Reader's Digest after these important messages. Are you a fan of classic radio? Shows like Abbott and Costello. What's the guy's name on first base? No, what is on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? One base at a time. Well, don't change the- Gunsmoke. I'm that man. 
Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. Inner Sanctum. This is your host to welcome you in through the squeaking door. Fibber McGee and Molly. What day is this? Oh, no, let me see. This, dearie, is our 15th wedding anniversary. And many more. As a thank you for listening to this show, we want to give you 10 of the best classic radio shows of all time absolutely free. Just log on to Hollywood360radio.com to get them today. You'll receive complete episodes of Sam Spade, Escape, Fibber McGee and Molly, Suspense, Abbott and Costello, Inner Sanctum, X-1, Gunsmoke, Our Miss Brooks, and Lights Out. Just log on to hollywood 360 Radio. And receive your 10 free classic radio shows today. That's Hollywood360radio.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Brought to you by Reader's Digest. Have Gone, Will Travel began as a television show, Lisa, in 1957. And then spawned a successful radio version in 1958. The series followed the adventures of Paladin... A gentleman gunfighter played on TV by Richard Boone and on radio by John Daner. Paladin preferred to settle problems without violence, yet when forced to fight, he excelled. Paladin lived in the swank Hotel Carlton in San Francisco, where he dressed in formal attire, ate gourmet food, and frequented the opera. But when working, he dressed in all black, carried a derringer under his belt, and used a calling card with a chestnut emblem and wore a western-style black gun belt with the same chestnut symbol attached to the holster. The knight symbol refers to his occupation as a champion for hire. Paladin charged steep fees for his services. It's like what you charge me to be my co-host. Steep fees. And he was worth the price. You are too, though. Thanks. His primary weapon was a custom-made 45 caliber Colt single-action army revolver. And he used it with deadly accuracy, like you do your stairs. Have Gun Will Travel was a fan favorite scene until 1963, the year I was born, Lisa, and heard until 1960 on radio. We have a radio version for you now. You ready for this? I sure am. No talking, Carl. No talking at all. This is called A Matter of Ethics, and it stars John Daner as Paladin. There's participating sponsors on this, as heard on CBS, going back to February 1st, 1959. Here's part one of Have Gun, Will Travel. My gun was handcrafted to my specifications. I rarely draw it unless I mean to use it. Have Gun, Will Travel. Starring Mr. John Daner as Paladin. San Francisco, 1875. The Carlton Hotel, headquarters of a man called Paladin. Oh, Mr. Paladin. Yes? Uh, about that imported silk shawl you ordered as a gift for a lady? Oh, yes. Very pretty. But uh, you didn't say about the color. Is it for a blonde or a brunette? Why, I'm not sure yet, Perhaps you'd better leave one of each. Just oh. tell the clerk at the desk to charge them to my bill. Of course. Thank you, Mr. Paladin. Ah, oh, there you are, hey boy. Oh, yes, Mr. Paladin. I have two messages for you. One from San Francisco City Jail. Mr. Holgate say he get your card and want you to come see him. Oh, yes. He's the murderer who's afraid he'll be lynched when they take him back to stand trial in some little town in Wyoming. Oh, and he say you better hurry. Sheriff come here and take him away on 9 o'clock train tonight. 
And the other message? Ah, pretty lady wait for you. Huh? Over there. Oh, it's too bad. What I tell her, Miss Paladin? Give her my sincere regrets, hey boy. Tell her later. I have a train to catch. Just made it, mister. Hey, give you a hand with that bag? No, thanks. I can manage. Uh, he carried like it was eggs. Most room up in the front. Say, what's going on in there? Well, I don't know. It's that murderer. He's loose. Look out. Oh, I beg your pardon. Get out of the way. You seem to have gotten tangled up in an iron clothesline. Get out of my way, you crazy fool. Stop, Paul Gates. Stop right there. I'll blow you in half with this shotgun. Oh, you clumsy fool. Well, Sheriff, why didn't you just pull the trick and end it right here? You might as well have. You just get back to your seat real careful-like. Take them leg irons off to make you more comfortable. You pay me back by kicking me in the head. You just catch me trying to be decent to you again. All right, now, sit down. Take your leg out. And to you, mister. Thank you. Glad to be of help to an officer of the law. Uh, you're only helping a man get lynched, that's all. Shut up, Holgate. If you don't mind, Sheriff, I'd like to talk to your prisoner. Oh, sure. That's it. Thank you. Mr. Holgate, you got my card. I got your message. Your paladin? I figured you'd be on my side. Who'd you say you was, mister? The name is Paladin. And your name? Sheriff Swing. Oh, what is this, a cozy chat? Listen, Paladin, I hired your gun to turn me loose. You're hired to turn him loose? <laughs> Mr. Colgate has his facts slightly confused. Uh, would you mind pointing that some other way, please, Sheriff? Thank you. Now, Mr. Holgate, what makes you think you'll be lynched? Easy. The town's named Bender, after Max Bender. It was his son caught in a bullet. How did you come to shoot him? Oh, just an argument in a saloon. A few drinks. You know how it is. You got a gun? Well, he had one. Oh, sure. It was home on his dresser. Well, how'd I know that? I didn't notice. I see. Well, Mr. Holgate, tell you what I'll do. For $200, I'll see that you're delivered alive to stand trial. <laughs> you call that a bargain? Man has a chance with a fair trial, but there's no debating a lynching bee. All right. You'll get the money when I step into the courtroom. Just to be sure, I'll choose somebody to hold the fee. Uh, when's the trial, Sheriff? Uh, circuit judge is due at the end of the week. We'll beat him there by, oh, a uh, day, maybe. And what are the chances of my employer here being lynched? I reckon somebody's going to try. Will you stop it? Well, that'd be a hard decision to make. But I can assume we're on the same side. Aren't we, Sheriff? I reckon. That puts two of us on the side of the right. Well, don't crow, mister. Them ain't good odds with the whole town on the other side. never did like this town. Don't worry, you won't be here long. At least there's not a mob to meet us. Nope. 
Just the Benders over there. Who are they? Max Bender, his daughter Amy. The town's named after the old man. Uh, howdy, Max. Uh, Miss Amy. Uh, How'd you know we'd come in on this train? We waited on every train. I wanted to see the man who killed my son. He's going to have a trial, Max. Yeah. My brother didn't have a trial. No, Amy. Or a smart lawyer who might trick him to freedom or get him off with a prison sentence. But the man who killed him will have a trial. Who are you? Paladin's my name. Mr. Holgate hired me to see that he isn't lynched. So the gunfighters are all for law and order now, if the pay is right. No, Miss Bender, you don't buy law and order. You fight for it. Yes. Once you have it, you don't throw it away. Your father knows how hard law is to come by. There will be no trial. Your neighbors will come for him, Sheriff. I know you'll do what's right. I think he will, miss. And so will you. Seven nights a week on CBS Radio, most of these same stations present The World Tonight. On The World Tonight, ace CBS newsmen broadcast direct from where the news is developing, along with well-detailed eyewitness reports on current events. The World Tonight brings you lively interviews with people in the news. When big things are happening in London, Paris, Moscow, Tokyo, or Rome, they're all within speaking distance on The World Tonight. For a penetrating look beneath the surface of the news, CBS Radio invites you to hear Eric Severide's news analysis. Wise in the ways of the news, Eric Severide explores a particular and important aspect each weekday evening. Invariably, he comes up with new keys to understanding. Always interesting, always illuminating, Eric Severide's perceptive news analysis makes an exciting companion piece to the world tonight. Listen for both of these fine news features regularly. Lisa, he just said illuminating. Did you hear that? That's a little weird. That's Hugh Douglas there. He said illuminating. That's crazy. Yeah, that's our word of the day. That's really weird. Yeah, that was a little scary. See, you are illuminating. It must be. That this must be 19, it. Even in 1959, you were illuminating. <laughs> I bet I was. <laughs> Wow, you weren't even a twinkle in your daddy's eye. I don't think so. In Mr. Matanke's eye. No, not quite And there you yet. were illuminating. I was even illuminating then. Wow, Gosh, that's a, that's that's a how lot of illumination. That's, that's how illuminating you are. Um, this is part one of Have Gun, Will Travel, A Matter of Ethics, starring John Daner. Also in the cast, listen to this cast, terrific cast. Ben Wright, Jack Edwards, Jack Crucian, Olin Soule. Vic Perrin and Virginia Gregg. That's a great supporting cast. You you weren't in this show though. Not no, this Lisa? one. Oh, Not this one. Start on CBS. So we'll get back to Have Gun Will Travel in just a, a few moments. So the man of the week, the great great Martin Scorsese, and he was born November seventeenth, nineteen forty-two. So he is older than me. I like when they're older than me. Yes. I feel. I feel young. Yeah, I feel alive. I feel alive. Uh, when they're when they're older, when they're younger than me, it makes me feel like, yeah, that's not good. Um, so yeah, Martin's a little older than I am. Good. 
19 years older than I am. And very accomplished. He has definitely accomplished (laughs) more than I have in my life, that's for sure. He is a uh, superstar director. (laughs) Yes, I would say. Wouldn't you love to be in a Martin Scorsese film? I think we talked about this one time years ago. And I know he's very into uh, improv and allowing you to Imagine if we got the call someday. And, and Martin said, you know, I listen to you guys on the radio. <laughs> I just think you're brilliant Let's and illuminating. And, Let's and I'd like try. you guys to be in my next film starring yeah. in it. Right. <laughs> you know, Maybe that be, would happen. Carl, I would be a tree in imagine? it and I would pay to do it. Right. So. <laughs> You'd make like a tree and leave. Yep. No, no, I won't leave. <laughs> All right. So what movie is this? 1995 biography crime drama. An equal amount of blueberries in each muffin. All right. An equal amount of blueberries. In each muffin, Lisa. Call us if you know what movie that is. Toll free 855-360-H360. An equal amount of blueberries in each muffin. All right, that's what I want. An equal amount of blueberries. He has OCD. He wants an equal amount of blueberries in each muffin. Sound good? I think is that that's so good. hard? It's not so difficult. 855-360-H360. Call us. Identify that movie. Win some fabulous prizes. We'll be right back. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari, brought to you by Reader's Digest. All right, welcome back to the show. I'm Carl Amari, your host here on Hollywood 360, across the country, 100 radio stations, Lisa Wolf, and you are my co-host last time I checked. I'm feeling pretty lucky about that. I see all the pictures that you take of us, and I say, yeah, that's my co-host right there, and uh, that's Mike Costella, and that's me. And uh, so I, it's, you prove it every single time with the with the picture taking. Oh, we do take a lot of pictures. Lisa loves to take pictures. I, I don't take that many. She's here, always though. like, "Can we take a picture?" And I'm always like, "Oh." When was God. the last time I said that? Another picture. No, it wasn't me. And uh, our sponsor, Cats Pride. We ask our listeners to please send in pictures of your cat and you, and uh, email that into us because you will be entered into a drawing, right, Lisa? Yes. You do this much better than me, so why don't you take Every it? Every month we have Take a, it away, Lisa. Every single month. At the end of the month, we have a drawing for one lucky winner to win a year's supply of Cat's Pride Kitty Litter, the best kitty litter on the market. And all you need to do is take a picture of you with your cat or anybody with your cat and send it to catspridephoto at gmail.com. There's a little kitty. And we need your name and your cat's name and your city and state. You will automatically be entered and... Hopefully you could be a winner, and we've had two winners so far. We've got ten more to go. Yeah, they're going to win uh, year supply. I just said that. Cat's pride. I don't listen though. I know. You the know, best I can't, kitty litter on the market. If I'm doing something, I can't do two things at once. I've, so I've, whatever I've you said, that. I didn't hear just you. Just say whatever I said. Just nod and say that's right. I'll just nod. Yes. Yes. You're always right, Lisa. I know. You're always right with Mo- Auto Light. No, am I pretty much always, almost Let always me right with you? Think about this. Let me try to think. Almost always. I would have to say about 30 or 40% of the time you're right. Yes, I, I would have to say that, yes. That's so not true. All right. It's a skewed uh, percentage. Oh, yeah. All right, do you know this movie, Lisa? An equal sure amount do. of blueberries in each muffin. An equal amount of blueberries in each muffin. And this time I'm not going to say the chef, it. And then the chef says... You know how long that's going to take me to do that? It's like, it's like I, don't I don't care. care. I want an equal amount of muffins in no, each. Blueberries. Not muffins. <laughs> oh, boy, that's what I meant. An equal amount of muffins in each in blueberry, blueberry, right? All right. Eric from Kentucky. Eric, how are you? Fantastic. How are we doing? Hey, really good, my friend. So, uh, do you know this movie? Uh, of course I do. What is Casino. it? Casino. Casino. Great movie, right? Great movie. Oh, my gosh. What a terrific film. 
And you notice that uh, Scorsese, he uses the same people like in his movies, right? He's very loyal to his actors. Robert De Niro, of course, Joe Pesci, and uh, yeah, a lot of these. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leo, that's right. Um, hey, Eric, you're a winner. Uh, my crabby brother will send you some fun prizes. Sound good? Sounds awesome. I appreciate you calling in. Have a great week. Thank you, Eric. And here's a little trivia, Lisa. Okay, Carl. Robert De Niro, Sharon Stone in this film, and then Joe Pesci, of course. The costume budget for this film, costume budget for the film, was $1 million back in 1995. That's a big costume budget. Robert De Niro had 70, 70 different costumes throughout the film. Sharon Stone, 40. Both were allowed to keep their costumes afterwards. Isn't that great? That's a nice That's a lot of fun, isn't it? Yes. Right? And uh, then they just, uh, for Halloween, they have costumes. They could be like, hey, look, I'm Robert De Niro from Casino. No, you know what? A lot of these actors and actresses end up auctioning those type of things off, making a lot of money, and hopefully for charities. Right. That they, if it uh, has to do support. with making money, Lisa knows about it. Well, no, that would be a charity event, but um, hopefully they're doing it for all the right Second reasons. Second richest woman I know. <laughs> first richest first uh, richest woman I know, Queen yeah. Elizabeth. Oh, and you know so her very pretty, well. Pretty huh? good, Lisa. You guys pretty You're tight? In good company. Thanks. The Queen. All right, let's get back now to Have Gun, Will Travel. Oh, you can relax, Holgate. You're safe in there. Temporarily, anyways. Yeah, but they'll be swarming around soon enough. You remember you got a job, Paladin. To keep you from getting lynched, I'll remember. Greetings, gentlemen. Just passing by and saw the light. Figured you were back. Howdy, Mr. Coombs. Holgate. You didn't waste no time, Coombs. My client and I must start preparing our defense. Oh, uh, who are you? He's all right. I've hired his gun. Name's Paladin. Oh? Well, now, if we can have some privacy. Oh, sure. Prisoner's got a right to have counsel with his lawyer. Let's wrap on the bars when you're through. We still have some business details to arrange, Holgate. You tell your lawyer to turn the fee over to the person I name. I'll tell him. Sheriff, you mind if I bed down in one of these cots in your office? That's all right. Then uh, I'll be using the other. I thought it was settled. We're on the same side. I'd just like to be sure. Any place I can lock this up? Roll top desk. He's got a key. Good, it'll do. Hey, uh, well, what's in that bag, anyways? Just some of the tools of my trade. What kind of tools is that? The kind that might help quiet a lynch mob. Well, give him Holgate. That'll quiet him. I thought we were on the same side. We are. I'd just like to be sure. Which one is the bender store, Mr. Coombs? That one, up there. Yeah, there's a noose hanging out in front. Yes, that's Amy's doing. Is she stirring the pot until it boils over? I never suspected she had such a mean streak in her. She was always such a nice, quiet girl. I guess it's frustrating for a woman. She can't strap on a gun and settle an affair like this with her own hands. Oh, I, uh, I hope this won't take too long. I have more important things to do. Like figuring a way to save your client? 
Something like that, yes. Shall we go in? Bring him up by two. Well, what do you want here? I want you to hold some money for me, Mr. Coombs. Here it is. $200. You're not to give it to me until Holgate steps into the courtroom for trial. If he dies before then, return it to Coombs. You think I'll hold your blood money? Blood money? For keeping a man alive? I'll hold that for you. Dad! Give it to me. Thank you, Mr. Bender. Give him the money, Mr. Coombs. Very well. There you are, Max. Dad, if you won't help us, at least stay out of it. How can I do that, Amy? I live in this town, too. Good day, Mr. Paladin. Good day, sir. Amy, your father is a very wise man. Uh, Excuse me. I uh, guess you don't need me anymore. I'll be in my office, Paladin. Miss Amy? Look, Mr. Paladin. I just want Holgate to pay for my brother's murder. I don't want anybody else to get hurt. So far, no argument. Now, Sheriff Swink's not going to shoot at his friends, so no one will harm him. Go on. That leaves just you. But you're liable to kill somebody and be killed in turn, and there's no telling where it'll stop. It would seem so. You're doing it for money. What if I gave you more money to leave town now? That's a definite offer, I take it? Cash. I'll get it right away. No, wait. I'm afraid not. Switching sides is most unethical. Unethical? Did you ever see a lynching, Miss Bender? No. Your imagination would fall far short of the truth. No matter what he's done, Holgate won't be handed over to feed the animal instincts of the mob. I I told you, I I don't want anybody hurt but him. Amy. Yes, Clint. You need any help? No. The trouble with a lynching, Miss Bender. You can't have it ordered up all dainty, neat, like a yard of lace. It's something that cowards get whiskied up for and mumble over. And wind up screaming in the gutters of a dark night. Go on. Go on. Get out of here. There's there's nothing you can do to stop it. Isn't there? Listen, mister. You take her advice. Get out of town. A double blast from this shotgun ought to cut a man in half. That man won't be any deader than a man with a forty-five bullet between his eyes. There's room enough out there in front, gunfighter, for another noose. So there is. And earth enough to bury every man who comes to me with a rope. Men, think how thrilled your wife would be if you made her a bedside table that swings on hinges like a gate and brings everything within easy reach. Or a beautiful built-in dispenser for paper towels, aluminum foil, wax paper, and plastic wrap. Or narrow folding doors to replace that wide closet door that blocks the hallway. These are just a few of the exciting ideas for living better on less money in the new popular science magazine, now on sale at your newsstand. It's crammed with new ideas, new products, new tips and techniques for lovers of cars, boats, woodworking, metalworking, photography, hi-fi. 282 pages, 380 pictures. There's even a special money-saving 20-page booklet on how to fix electric motors. It's bound right into the magazine. And this month, to win new friends for popular science, the magazine is now on sale at your newsstand for 10 cents off the regular price, only 25 cents. Get the new February Popular Science today. Look for the bright blue band on the cover. Popular Science Magazine.
What's going on out there? I didn't hear them. They're gathering down in front of the Bender store. They're getting steamed up. They'll be moving before long. Yeah. Now, you fellas don't be napping. We won't. What you looking at me like that for? What are you thinking? Just wondering what you're thinking. You're mighty cheerful for a man about to face a lynch mob. <laughs> well, I got confidence in you and the sheriff. I figure you'll give them what for. Coming. Well, see you in court. You better. You don't get paid. What is it? Well, here, have a look. What? Funny thing. See them two riders just leaving Coombs' place, heading down the side street, trailing a third horse? Yeah, they look like two cowboys. Yeah, and Willie and McKeith, Holgate's friends. Now, what would they be doing at his lawyer's? I got a better question to chew on. Who do they figure to ride that extra horse? Uh, yeah. Oh, I reckon that question's going to have to wait. They're getting about ready to move. Uh, there's another shotgun in the closet, Paladin. No, thanks. Incidentally, Miss Bender says you won't use that shotgun against your friends out there. Miss Bender's mistaken. <laughs> Sheriff, I'll buy you a drink after this is over. Maybe. Everybody's here. I'd say we're all ready. What's the matter, Amy? Nothing. Nothing's the matter. You'll bring him here. Yeah, so you can put the rope around his neck. You just wait here, and we'll bring him to you. Dad, what you doing with that gun? Well, Max, you change your mind? I'm going to the jail. Stand beside the sheriff and that fellow Paladin against his mouth. Now, hold on, Max. You're getting turned around. From the beginning, we had decency and law in this town. Now you're going to wipe it all out in one night. We're doing this for your son. No, don't use my boy's excuse. Get out of my way. You better stay here and take it easy, Max. Now give me that rifle. Clint! Never mind. The sheriff will give me another rifle. I said stay here. Get your hands off me. Dad, don't. Clint, don't. Oh. All right, now. Come on. Let's go. Let's do it. Dad. Oh, Dad. I'm all right. But, Amy, what have you done? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know it would be like this. Well, here they are. Paladin, you better get that shotgun. I've got something better in the desk. I'll get back. I'm warning you. Now, wait a minute, Chef. Hey, Paladin, what are you doing? Opening the door. No, no, wait. All right. Hold it. Hold it. No need breaking down doors when you can open them with dynamite. All right, now. Here. Who wants it? You, big fella. No. Well, nobody wants it. Here. Just putting out the fuse. It was a long, slow-burning one. That crowd is still running. I don't blame them. Well, they won't collect again. Mob courage is a momentary thing. Once it's gone, it's gone for good. Well, the street's clean deserted of them. Except over there. Yeah, there's Clint. 
Let's go after him, pal. Well, you go ahead. I got a client who thinks he doesn't have to go to court. I'll nail Clint. We can tie this thing up. Go ahead. I'm going back and check Holgate. Willie. Willie, what's happened? I can't hear nothing. The crowd's gone. Something's wrong. Well, we better go ahead anyway. Now, whip your horses and pull out the bars. That's fine. You did it. You hold it right there, Holgate. Paladin, don't shoot! All right, out there. You stay where you are. Don't! I got no gun, Paladin! All right. Just stay put. You, you killed Willie and McKee. You're good. Awful good. That's why you hired me. Yes, but there's no call you get mixed up in this. You, you, you just collect your money and forget about it. I couldn't do that. I can't collect until you walk into the courtroom. Listen, Paladin, I'll make it a thousand if you, if you just walk away. You don't understand. You hired me to get you into that courtroom. And that's where you're going. To be tried for murder. Mr. Paladin! Mr. Paladin! Oh, hello, Amy. Mr. Bender. Here's your money, Paladin. $200. Thank you. Now that Holgate's in court, there's a lot of people in this town that are grateful to you today. But it's not in their nature to come out and admit it. Well, I... I'm... I'm admitting it. <laughs> and with such a long face. I'm... I'm so ashamed. I... And, and confused. Why... Why did you want me to hold your pay? Because... It's an honest face, too. What? Oh, come, come back to Bender again, Mr. Powell. I'd be delighted. Goodbye. 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 Oh, Mr. Paraline, welcome back to San Francisco. You have a good trip? More excitement than money, hey, boy. But it's good to be home. I take you back. No, no. I'll manage. Oh, you have something valuable in it? <laughs> no. Just the tools of the trade. Oh, big secret. Uh, something to upset Applecart? <laughs> you might say so, yes. Oh, uh, by the way, hey boy, that pretty young lady who is... Oh, yeah, she's still here and looks plenty lonesome. Oh. Now, let's see. Was she, was she blonde or brunette? Huh? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Eat on, hey boy. And uh, forget the papers tonight. Have gun, will travel. Created by Herb Meadow and Sam Rolfe, is produced by Norman McDonald and stars John Daner as Paladin with Ben Wright as Hayboy. Tonight's story was written by Sam Rolfe and adapted for radio by John Dunkel. Featured in the cast were Jack Edwards, Jack Crucian, Virginia Christine, Olin Soleil, Roy Woods, and Vic Perrin. Hugh Douglas speaking. Join us again next week for Have Gun, Will Travel. Yep, when you have a gun and you're willing to travel, you can get uh, paid lots of money to solve problems in the Old West, Lisa. That was basically the premise of this show. He was a uh, gunfighter. He was a very educated man. 
And he thought, you know what? Eh, I'm good with a gun. I'm good with my fists. I'm a ladies' man. Uh-huh. And I'm a cool dude. Are you named describing Paladin. yourself? Um, well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, he just made a good living. He lived at the Swank Hotel Carlton in San Francisco. And uh, people went all over the place to find him and have him solve their problems. And he was good with a gun and good with his fists and outwitted his uh, nemesis. <laughs> nemesis. <laughs> yeah, plural. And so uh, that's what it was about. It was a very popular radio and TV show. And as I said, Richard Boone played him on television to perfection. And John Daner, a great voice uh, actor, and uh, played him on radio. So there you have it. That's A Matter of Ethics, starring John Daner from February 1st, 1959. It's heard on CBS. Have gun, will travel. Let's take a break. Then it's more here on Hollywood 360. Are you a fan of classic radio? Shows like Abbott and Costello. What's the guy's name on first base? No, what is on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? One base at a time. Well, up- Gunsmoke. I'm that man. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. Inner Sanctum. This is your host to welcome you in through the squeaking door. Fibber McGee and Molly. What day is this? Oh, no, let me see. This, dearie, is our 15th wedding anniversary. And many more. As a thank you for listening to this show, we want to give you 10 of the best classic radio shows of all time absolutely free. Just log on to Hollywood360radio.com to get them today. You'll receive complete episodes of Sam Spade, Escape, Fibber McGee and Molly, Suspense, Abbott and Costello, Inner Sanctum, X-1, Gunsmoke, Our Miss Brooks, and Lights Out. Just log on to Hollywood360radio.com. And receive your 10 free classic radio shows today. That's Hollywood360radio.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Brought to you by Reader's Digest. All right, Lisa Wolf, this is Hollywood 360. Did you know that? I do now. How long have you been doing this show? Oh, about two minutes. I listen to it all the time. Really? I like it a lot. Yeah, oh, it's really good. Oh, that must good. have been some other co-host. I tune in every week to hear the show. <laughs> I hope so. I really do. I like it. Thanks. You do a great job. How did uh, you uh, gather all this uh, knowledge about these classic radio shows? Um, You're I, so young. You don't I look like somebody. I now. You don't look like somebody that would uh, know anything about these shows. Why, I mean, thank you're you. so young. I know. And uh, vivacious. You How's know. that word? There's a there's a word. There's... <laughs> How about illuminating? Well, yeah, but that's yeah, illuminating. You're that. <laughs> um, so in our next hour, you know what we're gonna do? Yes, I do. We are going to play Stump the host. Yes. And after we do that, we are going to hear an old time mystery inner sanctum from wow. January 9th, nineteen forty five, called Desert Death. Stay tuned. Well, you don't even need me. Not then. really. <laughs> really, I mean, you could just do this whole thing by yourself. I'm good to go. I think next week I'll just stay home. Well, maybe I need you just a little bit. Well, maybe a little. Okay. All right. So that's the uh, that's the drill. We're gonna play stump the host and here inner sanctum. We'll be right back. <laughs> 